With Campbell women's lacrosse season starting this weekend, it is a perfect time to visit with our coaching staff. From a head coach who has guided Campbell to their best three-year stretch in program history, to an assistant who played on the first ever women's lacrosse team at Campbell, to another assistant who helped build youth lacrosse in this area from the ground up. Plus, the two married coaches on this staff, married coaches, including another coach here at Campbell. We talk about more coaches than usual on this edition of Coffee with Coaches. Coaches, we get set for the 2019 season. Um, tell me about your team this year. Our team is very cohesive this year. Uh, we've got a great group of seniors who are all bought in um, and setting the tone for what their goals are and they're setting an example of leadership for the rest of the girls. We also have a really great group of freshmen who are hungry, hungry every day at practice to get better and to learn. Then we also have the sophomores and juniors who are doing the same things. But it's been a fun year so far up to this point because, um, because the leaders are so great at, at leadership qualities and the freshmen are so hungry that it's really brought everybody together very well this year. How has your program that you have worked so hard to build, how has it changed over the years? The culture has changed. Um, this, our staff, Taylor and Colleen and I, every single day we are fighting every day trying to um, fighting for our culture of our program and that's the biggest thing that has changed um, over the years is the girls that we're bringing in um, are bought into the dynamics of our program both leaving a legacy of um, of statistics and championships but also the relationships and also how we want to play playing fast playing fierce and playing together and um, being able to recruit kids who are bought into that type of dynamic um, has been a culture changer. Uh, so every day over the last five years that I've been here, our culture has shifted and changed in the right direction. And we are fighting for that every day, day in and day out. And that's been the biggest, um, biggest change that we've seen. And that takes a while to do because no matter how hard you work, no matter who you have, that doesn't change overnight, correct? Right. It, do it doesn't. Um, and we're constantly evaluating if we're on the right track with our culture, with both the, the staff members and the support staff and, and the players that are within our program. And, um, and sometimes it's, it's hard to make the tough decisions if our, if our culture is not where we want it to be. And, um, but it, it doesn't happen overnight. And I think that that's sometimes a, a very overlooked, valuable piece that are missing in a lot of programs. And... Um, but you're, you've never arrived, and we know that. We've never arrived within, the, within our culture, and um, trying to strive to be better all the time is also one of our goals. Women's lacrosse, of course, picking up in the South, but, but still a majority of the players that, that you recruit that you get down here are from uh, outside the area. So when you bring someone to campus the first time or reach out to them the first time, what are you selling, how are you selling Campbell and your program? Well, the, the biggest thing is Campbell does a great job of selling itself. We're, this institution is always on the rise. It's constantly changing and for the better. Um, you know, just getting kids to know Campbell's name is probably the biggest hurdle we have to overcome. But once they know who we are, um, we got to get them to campus. And the campus, the people here, the, the educational programs, um, the facilities, uh, 
every sporting athletic program that's at Campbell and how it's on the rise, it all sells itself. And it's, it's very easy to get kids to want to buy into that um, once they see what Campbell is about. And I think that's been one thing that's been really great over the last five years as far as lacrosse goes is when I first got here, we were trying to educate kids on who Campbell is, um, what we're about as an institution, what we're about as a program. And this year, for the first time, every kid that we recruited already knew who Campbell was. And I asked that question on purpose, what do you know about Campbell? And they, their, their answers are all over the place, but they all know something about Campbell already, either because they have a friend that's coming here to play another sport, or they researched us and thought that our women's lacrosse program was on the rise and they want to be a part of it, or whatever the reasons are, they've, they've already got a good glimpse of what Campbell is all about, and, and that makes our job a little bit easier. You had head coaching experience, of course, coming in here, and a lot of your time and your blood, sweat, and tears to building this culture and building this program. How have you changed as a coach in these years here at Campbell? I think I've become more consistent in what my expectations are with the girls, uh, better able to communicate that so that there's no questioning. Um, but I've also done a, a much better job of trying to tie in how lacrosse affects us in our everyday lives and teaching the values that lacrosse teaches when they become adults and, and leave here. Um, I think I've done a better job of being able to build the relationships with the girls but I've also done a good job of helping. I've changed in that I have encouraged the girls to understand that it's not just me that's trying to work on this relationship, but it's also them that has to reciprocate that relationship. I think looking back over the last 13 years that I've been a head coach, um, the girls that get the most value out of their time as a women's lacrosse player, at least under me, isn't the girls who score the most goals or have, or have the best stats or even the ones that win, win the championships. But the girls who get the most out of their experience are the ones that are also willing to work on their relationship with the coaching staff and their peers. And having seen that over the last few years, I think that I've done a better job of encouraging the girls that the expectation also falls on them to work on that relationship. You have always uh, told me that um, you are preparing these student-athletes for life after lacrosse, so I want to go back to what you said about relating lacrosse to how it impacts your life. What are, what are some of those lessons you're trying to teach? Um, well, number one, hard work is very essential in whatever you want to do, and passion has to follow in behind that. If you're not passionate about something, it's very hard to get motivated to do it every day. Um, but sometimes hard work doesn't always pay off. And, um, and sometimes you just got to be better than somebody else if you want to succeed and achieve your goals. But also at the end of the day that there are also in other important things that fall in behind that, like the relationships that you have with other people. Um, you know, I, I hope that the girls being able to view me and my family dynamic of having a husband, having kids, and being able to manage that, but also looking at them as part of our family and trying to balance that dynamic. I, I hope that that's um, an example that I can set for them when they try to figure out what their life is going to be looking like in the future. Um, but also that I'm not saying that it's easy either. Being able to be transparent and showing them that this is hard. Um, and when you have a passion to be able to do that, that something being hard 
doesn't determine whether or not you're gonna keep with it. But the passion that you have behind it and believing in yourself is, is what keeps you going. Um, but also being able to be told no. I, um, you know, when people have goals and standards that they wanna achieve, um, and then people look at them like they're a little bit crazy for wanting to achieve that, being able to say, I don't care what you think. I'm gonna do what I wanna do and I'm gonna get it done, whether you're on board with me or not. And being able to put that support system around you of people that believe in you, and this team does. I think for a long time, you know, we've had people that didn't believe in this program and um, for a number of reasons, but being able to get a group of girls here who believe that we can get it done, despite what maybe some of the outsiders think, I think that that's really important and it teaches the girls a lot about how to do that when they move on from here. How do you do that with the family dynamic? You have a husband who's a coach in the middle of basketball season right now. Um, you have two children plus running this program. What's the secret? How does it work? There is no secret. <laughs> Sometimes it feels like you're in survival mode every day. Um, but I think the biggest thing is a support system. I have two amazing assistants who do a great job and um, understand our family dynamic, but also are just as bought in as anybody else. Um, having a husband who not only understands what it means to be the spouse of a coach, but understands what it means to be a coach and what that dynamic is like. And then two kids who have really never known the difference. Yeah. And, you know, some days it's probably not something that they want to do, but I also can see how much they're learning from it. Going to practice, basketball practice every single day, or coming to lacrosse stuff with me on, on the weekends, or um, I think that they're learning a lot from it. And uh, the answer to your question is there is no answer, but being passionate about what we do and believing that it's what we're led to do, um, and, and never giving up, and then surviving. My name's Taylor Robinson, and I'm one of the women's lacrosse assistant coaches. Taylor, take me all the way back to um, the sports uh, that you uh, were involved in growing up and then what led you to focus on women's lacrosse. So I grew up um, playing soccer. I'm one of four. I have two older brothers and a younger sister, and we were a soccer family for the longest time. And then lacrosse kind of made its way down into our area in Southern Maryland, and my brother started playing, um, and I was the you know, the little sister following my brothers around doing everything they were doing. So they pulled out a lacrosse stick and I wanted to be just like them, but I had to pull out a girl stick and started playing when I was in third grade and it just kind of grew in our area. And um, I was a part of the first um, youth league in our area, which was awesome. Um, and I loved it. I loved that it was different. I loved that it was challenging. Um, that was That was kind of the appeal for me when I was younger. And then it led you to a college career that eventually led you to Campbell. Tell me a little bit about your journey as a student athlete. So I started out at UMBC, which is a school in Baltimore. Um, you know, I was playing lacrosse and, you know, loved everything about playing lacrosse, but um, school just didn't quite fit for me. It was a city school, and uh, when Campbell started a program down here, I really loved that it was different. It kind of got me away from my hometown. Um, brought me to a more rural area, um, and I loved the school, um, so it just was kind of a natural decision for me to come down here, and once I made the decision to come down here, I you know, never looked back, and I was really happy that I did that. I mean, that's a giant leap of faith, because you 
can tour the university and the area, but it's not like you had any sort of example of a program to build on. What what was that like? Why'd you take that chance? So I was really excited about the opportunity to be a part of like the foundation and the history. And that's what, um, you know, what we had talked about when, you know, we all started here and the coach that was here, he was like, you get to part of be, you get to be a part of the foundation of this program. And when you come back in 10, 20 years and all the people that are going to come, you know, after you, you will always have taken that first step. You'll always have played in that first game. And, and that was really, really exciting to me. I was super excited about just being a part of the foundation and creating that culture from, you know, the very bottom rung of the ladder. These were a couple years uh, when Coach Easley was not the coach here, but what were those first two years like? creating a program so it was very different so there was only 12 people um and we played with no subs and then one game we played man down which was not super fun (laughs) oh gosh it's all coming back to me now i'm sure that is cemented in your brain but i I forgot about that the numbers yeah yeah and we won games and that was awesome like it was just like just this group of girls that you just couldn't say no to like everybody was so excited to be out there and was so passionate about what we were doing and we didn't care that there was only 12 of us we were just gonna go and get after it and it was awesome um and those people and the girls that I was with on that team are some of the best human beings I've ever met in my life and um we just had so much fun I have such great memories from those that year especially with the 12 it's just it's just crazy it's crazy to even think about tell me what it was like too you guys a big part of what you did founding this program was educating this university in this area i'm embarrassed to say but the the first game that um, we were covering when you guys were doing. That was the first women's lacrosse game I ever saw, and that was probably the case for about 90% of the people on campus. Yeah, so one of the things that that the coach at the time really believed in was you have to kind of earn your place here. And so we went out and we went to elementary schools and we did clinics and just kind of brought our sticks out and let the kids throw around and try to teach the community. And we'd go out to as many other sporting events as we could go to. And just we wanted to show our faces on cam- on campus so that they wanted to come be a part of what we were doing here. Um, he really believed, like, you kind of have to earn that. And we just kind of got out there and just – tried to show everybody what we were about and um, make everybody excited about lacrosse. And we knew that a lot of people would have never seen the sport before. And um, we had to get them excited about it, you know, from being out there and being in front of them to get them to come to our games. So Um, after founding the program, what made you want to go into coaching? Um, So (laughs) obviously, you know, going through college, I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do. I thought I wanted to do physical therapy. Um, for the longest time and I started coaching with a summer team um, when I was living in Baltimore and it was the first time that I was like I really love this I really love working with you know young girls and I love the sport and I just was like this is for the first time something where I'm like I feel like I wouldn't be going to work every day I just love I love coaching and I love being a part of the sport. So that, that kind of shifted like my junior year where I was like, I think I want to do this as a career. Um, a couple of different stints here is Campbell as a coach. 
how have you, with your unique perspective of knowing what it was in year one and year two and many years in between, how is it different? Um, well, like I said, we went from 12 people and just <laughs> yeah. trying you to hang on. You have subs now, right? <laughs> yeah, we have subs. Um, but it's, it's really... Um, it's really special to know every single person that's come through this program and to see all the personalities and all the different types of people that have come through this program. Um, but to see all of the successes along the way and be a part of each of those steps, um, is awesome. And I, I, I like that I can kind of give them that perspective of like, this is where we were and look at how far you've come. Um, and I think the team that we have now and, and the people that came before them are just such special people on and off the field. Um, yeah. This place is special to you for so many different reasons, and it's also where you met your husband. I have interviewed him for a podcast <laughs> coming up in the future. He is a baseball coach here. But I'd like to hear your meeting story to see if it, uh, if it measures up. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, um, so... One of the other baseball assistants' wives um, does hair at one of the places right here. And I just kind of randomly went in there to get my hair cut. And we just were talking. And she, you know, she just asked me about, you know, my job and, you know, your coach. And, oh, you're kind of the same age as one of our other assistants. <laughs> and I, I didn't really think anything of it. And then a couple of days later, um, my husband, Tyler, um, walked up to me in the weight room <laughs> like hey um so this is kind of strange but I just wanted to introduce myself and um so yeah we met in the weight room right here wow. right next to the did field he, did he ask <laughs> did he ask you out right there in the weight no. room or did he just lay the groundwork no right? just laid the groundwork we just said hi and just started talking a little bit what is it like having and I guess you have a good example of it too with with, with your head coach and, and her husband but two coaches same season what is that like um well <laughs> it's definitely interesting and people kind of said you know it's sometimes it can be hard being married to a coach and I'm a coach married to a coach <laughs> same with my same with Don our head coach um and in season it is wild it is so crazy and um it there's days that are really hard where our work days are really long and our travel schedules are crazy and there's years that our schedules could not be more opposite of he's away I'm home and the next weekend and vice versa um but the perspective that we can give each other and um just the way that it's helped our relationship is awesome. We appreciate our time together so much more because there are so many times that we're away from each other. Um, you know, we bounce things off each other. We'll be, you know, in the kitchen. He's trying to show me how throwing a baseball is like throwing a lacrosse <laughs> stick. And, you know, there's times where I'm like, ah, it's not it's not always the same. But, um, it, you know, we give each other a lot of great perspective, um, you know, on-field stuff, but also, you know, stuff in the office, how to work with our players and you know, he coaches a men's sport and I coach a women's sport. And um, so just the perspective that we get from each other. And he's been, he, I think he makes me a better coach every day. And, um, you know, we try not to bring work home all the time, but it's so, <laughs> it's 100% our entire world sometimes. So we talk sports and, and baseball and lacrosse and, you know, we watch it on TV and 
it's it's you know our whole world right now so it's I, great I mean I, I've got to imagine those weeks where where he sweeps a series and you all go two and0 which happens a lot yeah. that Sunday nights are great but those where maybe the weeks didn't go as planned that's got to be interesting to yeah know. that's hard and and that's where we kind of both have to ground each other and um, the days when both of those are going not so not so much in our favor are, are hard but um what's special is when one of us is having an awesome um you know part of our season is we're so excited for each other and I think that's what's really special is we're invested in each other's teams and you know I know the guys on his team and he knows the girls on my team and and we can talk um about all the all the special things that are happening and it's sometimes it's a good distraction for you know one or the other so thank you so much yeah thanks my name is Collie Bromley and I am an assistant women's lacrosse coach Take me back to when you started in sports. What did you play growing up and how did that lead to women's lacrosse? So kind of a funny story. Um, I played various sports growing up, um, but in fourth grade I decided um, I wanted to play soccer. Um, And I grew up in the Raleigh area and soccer is huge um, in this area. So when I started my first season of soccer, um, I was horrible. Everybody was already like five years into soccer, my technical skills weren't there, and I was just flat out bad. Um, And so after soccer season, my parents said, do you wanna try lacrosse out? Um, My dad, my parents both grew up up in upstate New York, um, and my dad was a lacrosse player, so he wanted me to get into lacrosse. And so since I was so bad at soccer, decided to try out lacrosse for the first time. Um, And so in fourth grade, it's when I had my first lacrosse season. Um, and I played with um, elementary school kids through high school kids because there was um, not a lot of lacrosse in the North Carolina area. So um, I, there was one team in the whole area, and um, that was my first experience with lacrosse. Wow. What has it been like to see this sport explode in the South? Um, it's been amazing. Um, uh, I was lucky enough that my dad um, started um, a lot of the youth um, lacrosse in the area, um, in the in the Raleigh area. So I really have been able to see the sport progress from the time I was in fourth grade um, to where it is now. Um, and I mean, I started on the you know one team um, that was. I think in fifth grade, it was second through eighth graders, um, basically because my dad wanted me to be able to play with older kids, but also my sister was in second grade, so he wanted her to be able to play. Um, And so I started with that team, and then um, I was able to grow and see, um, you know, age-specific teams and then grow into multiple age-specific teams. And um, I was really, it was a cool opportunity because I was so involved with the youth lacrosse, um, so I was able to have a good perspective on the growth. Now, you grew up here in North Carolina in Apex, correct? Um, I grew up in Cary, um, but I went to Apex High School. It's been that scene, that area grow too has to be incredible, (laughs) right? It's incredible. Um, Yeah, so grew up in Cary, um, which was growing like crazy. Apex, and I go back to Apex, I can't even recognize it because of the growth, and then Um, I always joke that Holly Springs and Fuquay were basically non-existent when I was growing up, and now they're like massive, um, you know, suburbs of Raleigh. So it's just funny, um, the growth in the area. 
Uh, your hard work and your dedication to lacrosse led you to your collegiate career. Talk uh, a little bit about the decision of, of where to go and then what that experience was like. Yeah, so um, growing up in the Raleigh area, I was around ACC, um, ACC schools, Duke, UNC, NC State, um, and my dream was to go to um, an ACC school and experience um, experience what it was like to be um, an ACC uh, collegiate athlete. Um, so I um, ultimately made the decision to go to Virginia Tech, um, and I had a great experience. Um, I loved every second of being, um, you know, a part of um, something that's so. Um, it's just such a unique experience because it's just the premier premier lacrosse league in the country um, and able to experience the big football um, environment um, because that's something that I grew up with and it was important to me. So. I had a couple of friends that uh, were alums of Virginia Tech and the first time I went there, it's it's different. To, to describe <laughs> if you can to the, that university and, and Blacksburg. Yeah, so um, it's interesting because it's definitely a college town. Um, you kind of are driving through the middle of nowhere and then all of a sudden you like just show up to this massive college town. Um, but it just has sun, such a sense of camaraderie in the community. Um, people live and breathe Virginia Tech um, and um, it's just it's just an incredible experience to be a part of something that people are so passionate about. Um, and so that was just kind of my experience with it. It was I, definitely a lot of pride. Is the home football game experience as awesome as it seems when you watch <laughs> it on TV? Yes, it is. Um, everyone talks about the Enter Sandman, um, everyone jumping up and down, and it is as exciting as it seems on TV for sure. Um, you know, there was lots of games where I'd be thinking I'd miss it, but we'd be sprinting to the stadium to make sure that we got there in time. Um, so yeah, it's an awesome experience. Uh, after your playing career, what made you want to go down the coaching path? Um, so growing up, I was, um, because my um, dad was heavily involved with the youth sport, um, youth lacrosse in the area, I always coached um, teams as I was young. So middle school through high school, I was always coaching youth teams and I absolutely loved it. Um, and in college, I coached club lacrosse in the summers. Um, that was like my summer, my summer job. Um, and I just knew when I graduated college that my passion for lacrosse um, was so much greater than I ever knew um, and that I wanted to be able to um, teach what I knew about lacrosse and all the life lessons that I learned through the sport and be able to um, give it to give back to it um, and give back to the to other uh, student athletes. What is it like to be a part of this program and this coaching staff? Um, it is so special. Um, I am so grateful for the opportunity that um, Dawn gave to me. Um, and then um, Taylor has been an amazing person to work with as well. Um, we're so collaborative. Um, we listen to each other. Um, and we're always leading each other into the right direction um, and getting better every day. Um, and I really feel like every day um, I get better as a professional, um, and I'll, it has to do with the people I work with. When you are out recruiting, what do you tell people about this program and this university and, heck, this area where you grew up? <laughs> um, well, I, I say that this... 
this program um, is on the rise. I am really passionate about um, the things that we're doing here. Um, you know, we have set goals every single year, um, and we have come close, or we, we've achieved those goals. And I, I really feel like um, you know, it's just a special, special program to be a part of. Um, and um, you know, Dawn does just such an amazing job of um, preaching and and you know, making us believe in her vision. Um, and, um, I really think that's something, um, special to be a part of. Um, and then the university in this area, there's, it's just growing tremendously since I've, I've been here for three years. Um, and the university has changed immensely since I've been here, just buildings going up, um, just things keep getting better and better. Um, and then the area as well, living in the, in this area, um, it's just growing. I mean, there's on my, I live like 15 minutes away and on my 15 minute drive to work, there's neighborhoods popping up left and right. And it's just a really special place to be a part of. Thank you so much. Yeah, of course.